Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome to Ashley Lone Magazine, hosted by yours truly, GGT, coming through to Kiki Game for free, aka the streets journalist, grabbing mics to serve. And yes, I'm back at it, serving you with episode 18 of this mighty thing of ours. If you haven't done so, please do like, subscribe, follow, and share the magazine. Of course, Ashley aims to serve y'all with nothing but great scoops on what's popping in and around the world of entertainment are you ready all right let's get to it so apparently congregates of the shambe nazareth church are not happy with the new Mzansi magic series umkoka as their storyline mimics the church so if you aren't familiar with this new series um umkoka it's uh it's one um series that's uh an mnet original production based on an original concept by mandla ganozul it's produced by rhythm world production and it stars some of our favorite you know, from the likes of Deli Malinga, Standiwe Horoche, Namabs, Linda Sokulu, Hope Mbele, and many more revolving around the killing of the leader of this mega church, uh, the Shembe Nazareth Church, and of course, the subsequent fight to take over his position. And due to the magnitude of this church, many people can't help but view it as a business you know in fact the series of events at the beginning of this particular series um, i'm talking about um, are set in motion by the news of the signing of a new lucrative contract between the church and a beverage company whereby the leader of this church you know prays for water that everyone drinks in church then the company bottles this water and sells it at a very decent profit whereby uh, the church also gets to share the profits uh, of this bottled water that's prayed for by the leader of this church so uh, the church's spokesperson was um, reportedly unhappy while speaking to a media publication and said that uh, this show should be canned by um, Zanzi Magic and of course Mnet so Tell me what do y'all think, uh, my Echelians? Um, are y'all familiar with congregates of this chamber church? Um, I personally uh, have seen people who go to this church, and I have to say, they are they are morally uh, are strong towards you know um, this church. You know, uh, let me give y'all a young example. So um, I've seen a congregate or congregates of this church in Joburg CBD. One distinguishing factor about this church is that every sunday they go to church bare feet yes no shoes on bare feet and i've seen a member of this church in joburg cbd so if you're familiar with joburg cbd imagine how dirty the place is you know it has broken bottles or glasses you know uh, on the street floors it has dirt garbage on the floor and congregates of this church regardless of all of that uh are, are true to the moral values of the church you know uh going to church bare feet leaving home bare feet to go to church so just imagine like they 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 are moral campus and um how they 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 ride for this church you know so um tell me what you all think uh, my echelons should um Zant magic and mnet can this um umkoka series or 
Is it just entertainment purposes and they shouldn't be in their feelings? Drop it under the comment section down below. And that's the first uh, story for today. Then moving right along. And updates on the Boiti and Bougie saga. So, since we broke news of the events that transpired that Tuesday evening in Midrand, audio visuals and a picture of Boiti drenched in blood has soon surfaced, you know? And allow me to say this yo, looking at Boiti's picture, yeah, it's scary what happened right there. I'm also not the one to judge cause with this story we are getting bits and pieces you know of uh, what's happening you know nonetheless Bougie has decided to tell his side of the story you know so um, Bougie got bail he was released on bail for 2000 Rand and has been ordered to stay far away from Boiti but he has decided to tell his side of the story this time around you know through um, a statement I don't know, you know, um, what really took place, but I'm playing my part as a broadcaster to give you all the information, you know, to tell both sides of the story. Then I guess, um, you know, the public can judge. Boy, um, pardon me, Bougie. Bougie's side of the story uh, in a nutshell says that he is not an abuser, you know, responding to the gender-based violations, you know. So Bougie says, I quote, He's been through the most rough, emotional, difficult time these past few days regarding the allegations against him of being a gender-based violator. And in no way does he condone such behavior and actions that occurred on that night. However, he does feel victimized as he was not given the opportunity to rely his side of the story, you know? So he says after the incident took place, he tried to reach out to Boiti, who was not available. He then spoke to his management team and told them of what had transpired that Tuesday evening and what he had tried to achieve, you know, uh, while contacting Boiti. I don't know if it was to apologize, but to resolve the situation, you know, but that was to no avail. He then went on to say that. He has been labeled as an abuser, which he is not. And it saddens him uh, to see how this has spiraled out, you know, with people believing and siding with one side of the story, you know. So um, this is uh, Bougie's side of the story. He then says, furthermore, during a verbal confrontation that they were having between him and Boiti, he was then physically assaulted by Boiti, you know, being kicked and punched while being told that he is a man, he is a man, he must take it. The pain he had to suffer, you know, uh, letting Boiti verbally and physically abuse him while trying to contain himself, holding Boiti's hand was not enough, you know. Boiti was doing all of this, you know, so with the glass in his hands, he unintentionally threw it out of frustration and without any intention to cause physical harm, what we know now then happened, you know, of the, of the glass slicing uh, Boiti's face, uh, leading her to bleed out and of course ultimately uh, to us seeing that picture of Boiti drenched in blood, you know, or her clothes drenched in blood, you know. Um, I'm not one to judge. We still are getting 
bits and pieces of the story but it's being said that Boiti wants 1 million rand from Buji you know um, following this altercation I don't know if that uh, 1 million rand is for Boiti's tinted image or it's uh, for Boiti's body you know <laughs> maybe that cost a million rand but um, ultimately uh, this is where the story has um, ended for now you know uh boiti wanting a million rand and of course uh buji saying he's not happy that uh people got to side with one side of the story you know and not giving him a chance to speak his mind my Shalians, i'm throwing the ball yet again to your guys you know to decide who do you think is to blame in this particular situation is it boiti or is it buji yeah <sighs> y'all judge i'm not one to judge then moving right along shout out to tabsy she's burgled herself a presenting gig so then yes fellow how hit makeup at tabby sebiela popularly known as tabsy partnered up with creative rob tagpole to co-produce and present the test drive tuesdays for season one which will be um a, a show a new car show that takes uh place uh, on ignition tv dstv channel 189 and of course um it revolves around celebrities getting to take a spin you know in their favorite set of wheels so um we haven't been seeing Tabsy in a while you know uh so this is her major comeback i think personally the last time i saw her was you know after nyas Ngawe featuring questa you know and um when that song died down that was the last of me seeing Tabsy. but i guess we'll be seeing her back on our screens again you know and of course uh, the test drive Tuesdays has um, stars such as Lutuli Lamini and Elton John, you know, as guest presenters. If you want to see, uh, do catch test drive Tuesdays on Ignition TVs every Tuesday uh, on 8 p.m. at 8 p.m. Pardon me for that, my Ashley. Alright, and then let's take a look at this year's Feather Awards nominees. Of course, this year has a twist to it, you know. So the awards um, will take place on the 11th of November 2021 at the Market Theatre in Joburg. So if you are, you know, a fan of these uh, particular awards, uh, make sure to um, head there, you know, the 11th of November at Market theater and of course this is their 13th year ever since these awards or the ceremony started you know so this is their 13th annual um festival you know or ceremony of the feather awards and this year's nominees um list includes uh personalities from various industries you know including entertainment politics lifestyle sports and business you know and each nominated individual or organization has in one way or another represented inspired or celebrated people part of the lgbtqi community you know with excellence and distinction over the past 12 months so that's the twist to it you know so the 2021 award ceremony is themed um queer 
lives matter so this year's 2021 feather awards theme is queer lives matter you know in line with the global conversation that seeks uh, to address multiple lgbtqi uh, issues you know including the violent crimes against people part of this community you know so just as a side note to everyone who doesn't um like uh or uh, or, or, or who, who discriminates people part of the lgbtqi community you're not human fam i mean damn bro you're not god so why play god you know nonetheless as i proceed uh with the news for this day uh the further awards this year was um through a partnership with Tamidish Foundation, you know, uh, which uh, included the LGBTQI dialogues, workshops, and training done across South Africa, you know. And of course, let's take a look at this year's nominees. Let me quit with a side note, you know. So, um, the best styled individual nominees uh, were as follows Best styled individual, Leroy Mark. Rich Mnisi and Zozibini Tunzi. So they were nominated for the best styled individual for this year's 13th uh, Feather Awards. Then Hank of the Year. Hank of the Year nominees was uh, Sia Kumalo, Wiseman Zita and Rich Mnisi. So this is Rich Mnisi's second nomination. Then Diva Extraordinaire of the Year went to uh, or rather the nominations went to Johanna Mukoki. Ayanda Nwane and Amanda Dambuza. So uh, these were the nominees for Diva Extraordinaire of the Year. Then Sports Personality of the Year went to, uh, or rather nominations, hey, uh, went to Puti Minaj Likolane, Protia Pumas, and Palisa Manaling. So these three were nominated for the Sports Personality of the Year. Then role model of the year went to uh, Puti Likolane, Roche Kesta, and Tebe Makuku. Tebe Makuku is who I wish to win. You know, so role model of the year, Puti Minaj Likolane. This is her second nomination. Roche Kesta and Tebe Magugu. Then cutest couple of the year went to Musa and Leslie Tombeni. Shout out to them. Sylvester Chauke and Tumelo Musi, Latoya and Lebu Kelswa. You know, so um, I personally hope Musa and Leslie win this one, you know, couple of the year. So those were the nominations. Then Hot Chick of the Year nominations are Kamun Pela, Shudufazo Musida, and Ama Kamata. Hot Chicks of the Year nominations went to Kamun Pela. Shudufazo Musida and Ama Kamata. Kamumpela, baby girl. Celebrity crush. You're taking this one, I hope. <laughs> the Media Award of the Year went to Becoming, The Shakedown on YFM and The River. Media Award of the Year nominations Becoming, The Shakedown with Nia Brown and Mto on YFM, then The River. Then Fag Hag of the Year went to Lady Do, Zomudiga, Noctula Mavuso. Fag Hag of the Year went to Lady Do, Zomudiga, and Noctula Mavuso. Musician of the Year, Lady Do, 
Makazi and Langa Mavuso. So Lady Du has her second nominations, Makazi and Langa Mavuso. Then Socialite of the Year went to Johanna Mukoki, Lelo What Good, and Bobby Blanco. Socialite of the Year, Johanna Mukoki, Lelo What Good, and Bobby Blanco. Then Drama Queen of the Year went to uh, Nonku Williams and her mom. Tabo Smalls and Kijile Kijile. <laughs> then Kanyimbao, you know, Machine um, Dotted Dubai. Drama Queen of the Year, Nonku Williams and her mom. Tabo Smalls and Kijile Kijile after the Zotwa altercation. Then Kanyimbao, Machine Dotted Dubai. I guess Kanyimbao will be winning this one, Drama Queen of the Year. Then social media personality of the year nominees were as follows The Funny Chef, Coachella Randy, Tumi Powerhouse. Social media personality of the year nominations are as follows The Funny Chef, Coachella Randy, and Tumi Powerhouse. Then Best LGBTQ Initiative Private Sector goes as follows The Levi's. X Langa Mavuso collaboration. Ernest and Young, then Tepo Jeans. Best LGBTQI initiative, private sector, Levi's collaboration with Langa Mavuso. Ernest and Young, then Tepo Jeans. I'm sure Tepo Jeans will be winning this one. Then, of course, Best uh, LGBTQ Initiative Public Sector. The previous one was the private sector. Then, Best LGBTQ Initiative Public Sector, Gauteng Department of Education. Department of Education, Western Cape. Then, the National Youth Development Agency. Best LGBTQI Initiative Public Sector nominees are as follows Gauteng Department of Education. Department of Education Western Cape and the NYDA National Youth Development Agency. Then the best LGBTQI youth movement nominees are as follows The Val LGBT Vogue Nights and Queer Lives Matter. Best LGBTQI youth movement uh, nominees are as follows Val LGBT Vogue Nights and Queer Lives Matter. Then, last but not least, the best Rainbow Parenting nominees are as follows House of Diamonds, Original Hunty, Bongani Sibego and Ndumiso Ngiti, Virginia Magwaza. The best Rainbow Parenting nominees are as follows House of Diamonds, Original Hunty. Bongani Sibego and Dumisongiti. Then last but not least, Virginia Makwaza. And these are this year's Feather Award nominees. Of course, if you uh, missed uh, a few, do make sure to uh, go back, uh, you know, uh, previously rewind. Then uh, I'm sure you'll catch them right there. Then um, I don't know if I should, uh, you know... Uh, uh, break this uh, or say this as my you know uh, last bulletin of the day 
but let me just say you know if i die i die you know so um my ashadians this one is not you know part of the the entertainment news break but it's allocated with um this pandemic you are having you know so if your boss ever threatens you with um firing you you know if you do refuse to get vaccinated this is what you can do you know uh to you know maneuver through that situation you know um yes i'm kind of skeptical but let me just uh, break news to my ashelians you know so the secret is not to refuse my ashelian first and foremost you know if your boss threatens to fire you if you don't get vaccinated although what you can do is follow the statutory legal requirements hit them with finesse my ashelians number one if your boss threatens to fire you um if you don't get vaccinated ask your boss uh these number one can you please advise the approved legal statutes of any vaccine and if it is experimental that's the first question you can ask your boss if he threatens to fire you i did mention don't refuse just ask these following questions can you please advise the provided legal statues of any vaccination and if it is experimental then the second question you can ask your boss is can you please provide details and assurances that the vaccine has been fully independently and rigorously tested against control groups and of course the subsequent outcome of these tests then question number three can you please advise the entire list of contents of the vaccine i am uh, i am required to receive and if any are they toxic to the body you know that's the third question you can ask your boss if he threatens to fire you if you don't get the vaccine then the fourth one is can you please fully advise of all the adverse reactions associated with this particular vaccine since its introduction the fifth question you can ask your boss can you please confirm that the vaccine you are advocating is not experimental mrna gene altering therapy the sixth question can you please confirm that i will not under any duress from yourselves as my employers in compliance with the nuremberg uh, code yes Question number six, my Ashelian, let me repeat this one. Can you please confirm that I will be uh, I will not be under any duress from yourselves as my employers in compliance with the Namberg code? That's the sixth question you can ask your boss, you know. I will just lay these out, my Ashelian, you know. So if ever your boss threatens to fire you if you don't get vaccinated, come back to this um you know session and of course we read um these uh re-listen rather to those questions and uh jot them down and ask your boss you know uh, then i hope this will be helpful to you my ashleyans then i guess we can end off today's session right here i hope you did enjoy i hope you were informed my ashleyan if you've listened up until this point thank you very much you know i'm talking to the three four of y'all you know 
thank you thank you thank you i appreciate you highly and please continue supporting this um platform because it's through you that we get to grow you know please do like subscribe and follow the magazine and of course if you have anything you wish we can um change or include in our broadcasts uh drop it under the comment section down below uh on all socials we are at echelon magazine so just search echelon magazine i'm sure you'll find us then yeah i guess that's it man shout out to everyone thank you for taking time out of your day data out of your wi-fi eat your cereal using a fork and you know what study in the dark